You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So in continuation of our Ephesians conversation that we've had the last few weeks, um, we're looking through uh, Ephesians 5. And uh, so, Zach, as we uh, move through Ephesians 5, what are some things that uh, stick out to you? Well, you know, it, it starts out with, with, great, with great advice from Paul. Uh, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, um, because you are his dear children. Live a life uh, filled with love following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us as a pleasing aroma to God. I mean, that's, if you, if you have, if you take any advice from this journey with Christ, that's pretty good. Uh, But it's also a lot, you know, how do we, if we're going to imitate God, there's a lot there, especially if we do it, everything we do. Right. Um, But I love, I love the acknowledgement of because you are his dear children. Um, and I, I think a lot of times we get in our head and we judge ourselves or we judge someone else and, and we forget that the people are children of God and that means something. Um, that's not just something we say to be nice and sound pretty, you know, Oh, you're a child of God. No, that it actually means something. Um, and it should mean something to all of us and, and live that life filled with love. And, and that means you take a look at the children of God, all of them, whether you like them or agree with them or disagree with them or, or what, um, and you view them as that first. And I think that changes our interactions with people uh, and even with ourselves. And, and we begin to live into that imitate God part. Um, so I really, I really like the beginning of chapter five. Uh, and Paul kind of goes into some, some other stuff here. Uh, that's interesting, but that's that's what kind of kind of gets me going uh, at the beginning of this chapter. Yeah, and <laughs> we didn't talk about it in our little pre meeting, but you know this is the this is the chapter that gets used a lot at weddings. Yes, and um, you know, and and you know, most people, most progressive, aren't really a fan of the way that the wording is on here. But I think there's some there's a nugget here that I think we can. Uh, to take from that is it in verse 33 he says in any case as you for individual as for you individually each one of you should love his wife as himself and wives should respect their husbands and that 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 respect for each other mm-hmm. uh, i think gets overlooked because of what paul says earlier right i think what paul's hammering in uh, is this sense of mutual respect mm-hmm. and that there's some he's drawing some lines in the sand and i don't think they're not healthy lines and i'm not a real big fan of like just specific gender roles or whatever like that i i I struggle with that but i think what he's really talking about is having a mutual to have a healthy marriage is is having a a mutual respect and love and care for each other Mm -hmm. um and and i think that that's vital um and 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 you're right the kind of one of the things that we talked about beforehand was that the sense of um, this continuation of chapter four and mm-hmm. where really they should have started the whole other thought was, you know, maybe verse six or even later, but we find ourselves this week with this particular one is, is asking that question, you know, uh, 
how do we imitate God? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, Paul, Paul goes into this and, and talks about sin. Uh, he talks about relationships in, and I think, like you said, we have a hard time with this sometimes of, I really don't like what that says or how it says it, but Paul's talking to a specific context, to a specific culture that is vastly, vastly different than ours. Um, and it's when we try to make our context fit what Paul's saying, um, you, you get into those gender roles, you get into those stereotypes of, well, a, a wife must obey, you know, the husband. And it's like, well, that's not exactly what Paul's getting at here. It's the respect part, right? It's uh, the respect and the relationship, the partnership and, and going from there. Um, and there's a lot of that in here. And I think, I think chapter five and part of six in particular, <clears throat> get really taken out of, taken out of context with folks. Well, and we know that like, you know, you look at verse chapter three or verse three and you kind of, you touched it a little bit, you know, that's one that we force our understanding of what sexual immorality looks like today. And, and Paul had a different view of that. They, they, I mean, there's some basics and I, I think you could make that case, but I think there's some things that we can't pour into that, um, putting it into our context for Paul's context. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't treat one another healthily and, and, mm-hmm. and respect one another and care for one another. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, as I think about that, when we talk about imitating God, you know, I, I believe that the one thing that God wants us to do is to, um, fully, um, not just like, I, I hate to use the word submit cause that's what it uses in here, but I, I think God wants us our whole selves. Um, and that yeah. everything we do glorifies God. Right. And so that's kind of a hard, like that, that's, I mean, it's not hard, but it's, it's a hard way to live when you're trying to do it. Um, and asking, you know, like really trying to live, uh, imitating God yeah. in a way that our lives show it. Well, and, and that's the thing. If, if, you know, Paul spends some time in on here and sin and, and, you know, don't sin, don't do these things. Don't, don't be, don't be greedy. Don't take advantage of people. Don't be fooled. Those types of things are, the, are what Paul says here. And you, you take a look at it when you're trying to it, uh, imitate God. If sin is in our life, sin separates us from God and from, uh, from people. And if, if we let those things creep in, we are not, we're not imitating God. Uh, we're not coming closer to God in those moments. And, um, you know, Paul, Paul gets at some, some solid advice in this, in, in the whole here of, you know, if you let sin creep in, we're not imitating God. We're not coming closer. We're not living into the fullness of being this child of God, living this life filled with love. Um, we're getting further and further from that. And so it's finding those places where, where sin is creeping in and how do we get away from that? How do we move from that? Um, in, in chapter, in chapter, in, at the end of verse 11, it says, in, instead expose those sins, you know, expose that um, and, and move away from it. Well, it, it, you know, and I think as you were talking about that, the thing I kept thinking about is like, what are you putting into yourself? Sure. And so verse 29 says, no one ever hates his own body, but feeds it and takes care of it just like Christ does for the church. And, mm-hmm. and the thing I always, you know, like, I think the thing that you can always look at is like, what, what does your pocketbook, what does your, you know, what does you, what do you watch on TV? What do you, mm-hmm. what do you read? What do you listen to? You know, whether it be a podcast or music, like, how does that glorify God and how does that feed your soul um, so it can help you feed others? I, I think when you start wrestling with that, you'll, you'll start to see um, kind of some things that are, that will help you in your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think when we step back and evaluate ourselves and ask ourselves, are we fully giving ourselves to God? Um, 
I think hopefully you'll find some ways that you're short because nobody ever does it perfectly. Like there are some things that we could always do better. We we're always working towards perfection. We're never Mm -hmm. perfected in this life. And I think that that's, um, you know, like we're striving for that. We're moving towards that. And the only way that we move towards that is if we're in constant evaluation. And I always think of it like a hitter, you know, um, a hitter in baseball, one of the, the great, the great hitters are always evaluating their swings and they're never comfortable with just, uh, always adjusting, always adjusting, always making changes and whether it's approach at the plate or maybe they change their, their habits at home or something. And, you know, we look at, um, uh, you know, look at the Cardinals right now and, um, <laughs> what, what Matt well, we're winning right now. I'm going to bring up <laughs> what Matt Carpenter's doing, you know, his, his stats, you know, in May were dismal. I mean, he was hitting like one something. And since they all started, well, since June, he's, you know, he's made adjustments. And I think that that's like, that speaks true to our faith is that we have to make adjustments. Well, and, um, and that's the thing. I, I like what you bring up in, in, in a, a professional athlete, right? Um, baseball players are notorious for it. They're very superstitious, if anything. Uh, but they like the routines. Um, and especially pitchers who only, you know, starting pitchers for sure, they pitch every five days, uh, every four or five days. And so, you know, if they know they're pitching on Thursday, Monday is this routine. Tuesday is this routine, Wednesday is this routine, Thursday's pitch. And um, in, in that routine starts at home. And if we take that into our spiritual life, our routine has to start at home and then it goes to work and then it goes to lunch and then it goes, you know, our routine is important. And to just come to church on Sundays and that be the only routine that we have, it's not going to carry through. That may get us to Tuesday at best. If at best, right? Um, It may not get us to Monday morning uh, in some cases, but it's that routine outside of Sunday, outside of the day that we're coming to church, the day that we're going to perform, the day that we're going to to pitch, if you will. It's the routine that leads up to that, that enhances enhances worship, enhances our time with God. And so I I think that's important as we look at this and, and if we imitate God, what that really looks like. Um, and I think that routine is important. I, I, I give you, I give you crap for bringing up more baseball references just because your Cardinals are game and a half of the Meraki's. Um, but, <laughs> but, 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 no, but I think it's important. I think that's an important lesson. But I, and I think that that's, I think that that's where people fail in their faith is that they get out of the routine. Yeah. And, and, and you'll hear people, I mean, I know you probably hear it too. Cause I hear it all the time. All the time. Like we got out of the church routine Yeah. And, and and now we're suffering spiritually or we're struggling with something and and like yeah i get it like even pastors struggle with that and um you know like i've really you know one of the things that this podcast has helped me do is it's gotten me into a healthy rhythm of i think i read scripture more now than i ever have not just because it's what we talk about on the podcast and other things but like um i've noticed the difference it's made in my life um and and you know, there are all sorts of ways to practice our faith and would encourage you, like, here's the, here's the struggle that I have is that when people say they can study alone, yeah, um, I think that's the most unhealthy thing you could ever do because right. how do you know, like, and I was thinking about this um, uh, in, in the, uh, what verse is it? I'm trying to find it. Um, talks about testing. Uh, verse 10, therefore test everything to see what is pleasing to God, pleasing to the Lord and don't participate in the unfruitful actions of darkness. Well, how do you know what you're participating in if you're not right. testing it right. and, and putting it to practice? Right. And so like, I always call it adjustments, like what faith adjustments do you need? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so like, there are times where like, I'm not, 
know, something's not right. And so I, you know, what am I not doing or what do I need to do more of, or what do I need to let go of to, to, to be healthier? And there's some things that are easy to let go. Like, you know, if, if I have a bad day, like I can let go of that sometimes a lot better than I can, you know, if it, and I, and I, you know, I think that that's the challenge. Uh, for all of us is to is to think about how we practice our faith because it is a practice it's not just like i think what happens is we get in this attitude there's this attitude out there that you're done yeah and that you do these things and you're done and and that's right. not what it's about it's about um working on yourself to to be a better person uh, and be in better relationship and right relationship with God and other people. And that takes time. It takes practice. It's not something that just changes overnight. Um, it, it does take um, one, a focus on God and the spirit. And the only way that I know that you can do that is through dialogue with the scriptures and that's dialogue with yourself in the scriptures that's dialogue with yourself and scriptures and other people to, to affirm or learn or, you know, and I, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the question for us this week to, to share with our listeners to, to wrestle with is um, how are you imitating God? Yeah. What's your routine? What's your rhythm? And, and, and so we'd call you into that, not just to like, you know, um, we'll hold you accountable for that because then it'll be healthier for you to, to, to focus on that and think about what can help you in your faith and your journey. If you ask yourself, how am I imitating God in everything I do? And yeah. when you can, recognize that it'll be amazing to see what you can accomplish uh through god and with god's help um and i think that's um where we're coming at yeah i think so too and and we'd love for you to share that with us on uh our facebook on the website uh, beardedtheologians.com or any of our social media platforms um yeah i'd love to hear how people are getting that rhythm imitating god what are the things you do um both and- both, both individually and in community. Yeah. Cause I think those are important. Well, and I, you know, as we, as we bring the show to the close this week, um, I want to, um, you know, we're getting closer to Christmas. I know that sounds crazy, but the Advent Christmas calendar, say, calendar Advent. Yeah, Advent calendar came out this week uh, from yeah. Cokesbury. Uh, and so with that in mind, um, probably in the next few weeks, we'll be running our Teespring uh, mm-hmm. t-shirts again. Yes. Uh, those are awesome t-shirts for uh, Christmas gifts. Uh, if you mm-hmm. know people that are looking uh, for some Christmas gifts for someone, or even as a Christmas gag gift. Um, yeah. You know, if you're in a room with a bunch of bald people that have no beards, uh, what a great shirt to give somebody than a bearded theologian's t-shirt. I'm just give saying. A beard shirt. Um, uh, they do not look like the one shirt that Zach has on because we had some, uh, they're just not really that great a shirt uh, design. Is this a Teespring shirt? I know. The, the oh, t-shirt, it's a great t-shirt. It's just the, where the beards are placed. We were asked not to put the beards there. That's true. That's uh, true. It's so, a good, it's a good guy shirt. It's a good, well, <laughs> um, but, um, so we encourage you to go, you know, stay in conversation with us. Um, we hope that this Ephesians study has been good for you. Cause I know it's been good for us as we continue to have conversation about this and we're kind of getting close to the end of Ephesians. And so we encourage you to come back next week and listen for chapter six and, uh, you know, uh, give us some likes and some plugs. And so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.